हेलो एंड वेलकम टू पिक्चर शुरू एपिसोड टू वी आर टॉकिंग टुडे अबाउट श्रीराम राघवन हुज गॉट अ फिल्म कमिंग आउट ऑन द ट्वेल्थ ऑफ जनवरी इट्स टाइटल मेरी क्रिसमस इट स्टार्स कटरीना कैफ एंड विजय सेतुपति आई हैव विथ मी अमर्त्य आचार्य एंड आर्यन व्यास हु आर नाउ गोइंग टू इंट्रोड्यूस दम सेल्स बिकॉज दैट्स वॉट आई मेक पीपल डू बिफोर आई इंट्रोड्यूस दिसोड अमर्त्य वाई मी ऑफ ऑल पीपल बुजुर्गों को इज्जत देते हैं सर हम See, I'm young at heart. क्या बोल सकते हैं sort of pause though i am thinking of resuming it now which is a phd uh i have been writing for a ton of websites for the last 2.5 years yeah 2.5 years i think yeah and i watch an unhealthy amount of movies to the extent that now that i see my number of movies i am seeing i feel embarrassed about myself and i'm like what am i doing with my life so that's all and i think i write okay i think is as being too modest okay i think that's something that comes with age but i'll try not to be please don't <laughs> be modest please be like other yeah. physiotherapists aryan <laughs> yeah okay so as varun just queued me in uh, i i'm doing currently doing my internship over here in vadodara which is in gujarat and i have simultaneously been writing in writing like reviews cultural pieces uh, for about 2 to 3 years now and uh, it started off as a part time thing and uh, it still is in a lot of ways but uh, yeah it's it's good the way things have turned out and the kind of wonderful people i've come across including two of you guys and yeah i'm on this podcast here to talk about one of my favorite indian filmmakers so yeah let's go <laughs> thank you for the cue aryan shriram raghavan was born in 1963 he's a graduate from ferguson college a college that shares fair amount of real estate with mine which is the better college symbiosis he is also a graduate from the film and television institute of india uh after his graduation from the institute he worked briefly with the isro he has then gone on to establish himself quite well in the television industry directing an episode of star best sellers and contributing hugely to episodes of uh, the shows ahat and cid he is also fairly well known for a documentary that is yet to see the light of day in a wider sense a documentary on the serial killer raman raghav which starred raghubir yadav and was made sometime in the early 90s it's been screened on and off at uh, private screenings but is yet to be made available uh, to a wider audience but we all live in hope shriram raghavan has had five films released so far in a career that's been almost 20 years long and we're not going to start with a film interestingly i want to start with asking the two of you because his films are so plot heavy really and they are more about narrative while they still have these interesting characters which shriram raghavan character is the one that you find the most intriguing i think as a character andadun has the most realized characters of mm-hmm. the lot i think both the protagonist as well as the antagonist like uh, 
Ayushman's character, you know, the yeah. guy, the quote-unquote blind pianist, and the, you know, antagonist, who is basically the core of the femme fatale. Hmm. Those are the two characters who I found the most interesting, especially because of the ambiguity that Sriram brings into the narrative overall hmm. regarding each of their characters. Because that's what noir is supposed to be, right? It's supposed yeah. to be all about ambiguity as well as cynicism coexisting together. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, those I are think the... that's it's the it's the similar ambiguity that I think makes uh, the protagonist in Johnny Gattar, which is basically the titular character, so interesting to me right from my first watch, uh, is that it you see him. And I think this is, uh, obviously, we'll get into details of this and how he does this uh, in his uh, overall over. But uh, I think what Sriram Raghun does really well is that he introduces you into the world of his protagonist really well. And through that, he establishes how they look at the world they're living in. Living in, and through yeah. that, he he echoes the uh, very noirish uh, elements that he is now uh, known for, rightfully so. And uh, in Johnny Gattar, we watch how he spends his days at home. We see him walking, and we just and there's this. Okay, I heard this somewhere. Okay, very long back, or I don't know, was it in the middle of some conversation or something? Is that good storytellers and directors uh, know how important it is and how essential it can be when they show their protagonist or just characters walking without doing anything. When they And, and obviously Michael Antonioni and all these well-known directors are known for using negative space and showing extensive shots of uh, their protagonists just walking down the streets or aisles. Okay. And this yeah. is what Raghun does really well, both in Andhadun and uh, Johnny Gattar, which are two of his uh, most well-known films and obviously there's Badlapur as well but I don't remember a lot of that film and uh, that's why Johnny Gadas, the protagonist in this film it's literally uh, it's so ambiguous that you let in the film especially the first act of the film give in and fill in the details right yeah. and you see what kind of movies he watches what his ideal routine like and how mundane it is more importantly okay mm. and what sort of uh, shady under underdog world that he's coming from in this uh, shady corners of Pune and obviously it gave rise to this genre uh, a, a theme a recurrent theme that now is evolved into a genre of its own which is Pune yeah. Noir and uh, yeah and especially casting a character uh, ca- casting a an actor like uh, uh, Neil Nitin Mukesh definitely yeah. helps build upon and compound that sort of ambiguity that Noir is so uh, that is so fundamental in any good Noir film. So I think yes, Johnny Gadar and obviously Amartya, whatever he said about uh, yeah. the protagonist in Andhatun. So yes. Okay, interesting because I have a and this this makes a nice mix. I yeah. feel that his most unusual film has really been Badlapur. Yeah. And the protagonist there is tremendously compelling and. While we don't see him walking around, as you mentioned, Aryan, we do see him spend a lot of time alone in that film. And I think uh, it just tells you so much about him, about how he's wasted away into this... uh, Way of life. Not just a way of life, into his grief. He has just gone Mm -hmm. completely inward and he's almost seduced by it, in a way. He He has given to that given vent to that sort of personality shift and 
it also explores i think very interestingly the fine line between being a good human being and being a bad human being because we see the sea change in raghu really quickly after the traumatic experience of his wife and child's death and what you said about the world again i think badlapur opens funnily enough uh, the main titles uh, the opening titles rather quickly play out over a i think a street recording that can be heard of manikla gaddi leke from gadar yes which released around the time of the film setting the film i think opens in june or yeah june of 2000 or 2001 2001 and, i think yeah 2001 yeah 2001 correct and it's sort of surreal that you know you immediately pick up on that reference then as you see them come into frame you see a poster of lagan in the background and then these people get into a car and go away so but no let's i think that that was he he is a very interesting creator of characters yeah and but he's probably a better in that sense he's a better builder of worlds and exactly. on, on his good days he finds that balance and sort of really really perfects it but mm. a film that is obviously not perfect because it's his debut is uh, ek hasina thi which mm. came out in 2004 starring urmila matondkar and saif ali khan written by pooja ladha surti who has become a regular collaborator of raghavans and produced surprise surprise by the man that owned a company called factory ram gopal verma so yeah mera naam karan rathod hai naam janne se koi dost ban jata hai kaam kya karte hain main gangster underworld se connection hai uska to court mein uska naam leti to wo phas jata apne ko bachane ke liye usne tere ko phasaya उर्मिला she was almost the muse at some point mm-hmm. to ramu's filmmaking yeah. uh, i remember someone recently did a list on uh, hindi films that are named after iconic i think film cop band or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, iconic hindi films that are named after famous uh, bollywood songs and i think this might be one of the smartest titles yeah. and to use it in a very you know flip it upside down and you know Uh, it's obviously fame fatal ke traits like you just completely flip them yeah, upside down and upside down. uh manipulate the audience through the narrative so yeah mm. very ramgopal varmaish movie for some reason i yeah. think at least you know music wise because oh my god the music shout out to amar mohile god damn it <laughs> चॉकलेट बॉय यस अर्बन 
hero which raghavan was clearly going clearly for clearly going for and mm-hmm. he succeeds in pulling off as mm-hmm. well i yeah. thought actually the more ramu traits of the film were very evident in the way the opening credits play out yeah yeah the opening credits very, very seven effective. inspired yeah. and very yeah. bhoot and also the way he sets up the household spaces. ek asina thi oh, yeah, the 2001 corridor spaces no ek asina yeah. thi came out in 2004 2004 right, right, right okay no because the opening credits are very uh, yeah it's very reminiscent of company it's mm-hmm. very reminiscent of company but i think uh, when i saw ek hasinati which was very recent by the way uh, two or three days back yeah. <laughs> firstly the implication that it is like a sydney sheldon it's the mm-hmm. sydney sheldon book if tomorrow comes it's basically that mm-hmm. he takes the basic conceit of the sydney sheldon book that a girl falls in love with a guy and the guy betrays her for you yeah. know and covers up his own deceit mm-hmm. but like here's the clarification like sydney sheldon james hadley chased all these writers are quote unquote pulp writers to a certain pulp writers so, yeah mm-hmm. yeah but in their hands the pulp also has a certain amount of you know concrete form of language to a certain degree it's not like it's not like you are reading a doc savage comic ki you know hmm yes see the man with the man with the big arms going with a sword and cutting down vines it's not that part yeah. it's more yeah. like it's like hitting on the world creating worlds within a couple of words and just you know letting the characters breeze through the worlds while outlandish things are occurring within the narrative hmm. that's right. what their pulp is and because it is sheldon because it is hadley chase you know you can you, there is always a propulsive nature of the entire narrative throughout right and i think mm-hmm. even if the sydney sheldon story thread works for the most part i think the tone is very james hadley chase and i think that's a similarity which both uh, raghavan and ramu both of them share yeah. their love for james hadley chase because ramu also notably mm. read a lot of james hadley chase novels mm. so i think that's that tone that propulsiveness that speed of narrative because hmm. for a movie which is around 2 hours and uh, 11 hours and 15 odd minutes yeah yeah 2 hours and 15 minutes long the movie moves it yeah. moves quite quick you know it it has distinctive first act second act third act you know hmm. first act is first act is the romance until the betrayal second act is the entire jail sequence and the third act is the you know revenge saga yeah yeah i think in in that regard don't you think that uh, the film the reason why it holds up at least to a certain extent even in ordinary for now is that uh, it's raghavan knew that since considering that it was his first feature debut mm-hmm. he knew that if he gets the writing right if he gets the structuring right he won't have to worry much about the directorial uh, touch-ups of the movie don't you but uh, but also I think though that unless you are very confident about your direction yeah. you know you won't write something as risky as this because number one this is a female led movie even if yeah. ramu yeah. has been ramu had been making a female led movie it was still a mm. risky venture at that time definitely second of all this is a very feminist movie in a way you know yeah yeah, yeah. and the fact of the matter is he is showcasing feminism but he is not hammering you home with it right he is mm. acknowledging that the world in which this feminism exists is very masculine Yeah. The world in which this exists, all of the evils that are being wrought, all of the conflicts that are being raged, all of them stem from masculine aggression or, yeah. you know, greed. You know, the underworld itself, a form of structure mm. of organized yeah, crime. Exactly. Yeah. You know, 
All in that them. way, it's also like a spiritual continuation of the kind of films that uh, RGV was building his entire career and finish upon. Yes, yes. So in, in a way, that but, way, in yeah, a way, yes. No, go on, yeah, go on. Yeah. No, no, no it, but it's, it, go on, go on, go on. No, but I was trying to say that you know I think it was very risky in that front end. Mm-hmm. I think there's also a risk factor here that you are casting somebody like Saif Ali Khan. Now I understand that Saif isn't one of the more famous of the Khans of the three Khans. You know, he wasn't at that time. Yeah. I don't think he let's, was. Let's let's sort of expand that a little bit. So yeah. I I don't yeah. know whether the whether he was he ever had the stardom, but the so-called other Khans, that is Irfan and him, mm-hmm. were definitely mm-hmm. the ones who were sticking their necks out and. Uh, yes. doing better work on a yeah. more regular or doing more varied work better i don't know whether how to gauge the fact that sharuk was doing three similar films one after the other whereas saif was like okay i'll do an ek hasina thi after kalhona ho and then i'll go and do a being cyrus or an or a humtum for that matter actually humtum was the film that came out after ek hasina thi so I think for Saif, I think because Saif has this chocolate boy looks, which is why he was cast mm. in Kalhona Ho and all that stuff. Like casting Saif and then making him, you know, for all accounts, making him the antagonist. Yeah. You know, completely yeah. breaking from the mold of the love story angle. You know, in which a good-looking guy and a good-looking woman fall in love. You know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. we need to understand that in the early 2000s people were still going to movie theaters to watch good looking people fall in love and fall in love yeah, yeah no but i think i think what you're saying right amartya is yeah. uh, the film on a larger scale so yes, urmila yes. matondkar had played the wronged woman in a film like satya yes she had played the hounded woman in a film like bhoot saif mm-hmm. came with this whole chocolate boy baggage yes. seema biswas who plays the inspector yeah. in the film inspector, was yeah. famous for Bandit, playing pulan devi and it queen yeah bandit queen yeah. aditya shrivastava was then and perhaps still is most famous for inspector abhijit in cid and here he mm. plays a plays a criminal so mm-hmm. it's a very very good flip on all of the subversiveness yeah, yeah. yeah and the fact that this is your debut film i think unless you're yeah. very confident in your screenplay you won't exactly. even choose exactly. to direct unless you're very confident about it yeah definitely and you know it's interesting that we talked about the time period and time frame this movie came out in because obviously rgv was uh, getting a good commercial as well as a critical acclaim during that time he was coming yeah. after one after another like cult classic films that are now considered as cult classics and uh, him being the producer behind this there was or there was there's clearly a lot of those directorial touches and influences that you could see in terms of the way rakhon shoots Uh, a lot of spaces in this movie, but another thing that is very interesting is that this movie came out in two thousand four. Okay, this yeah. was also the time where Bollywood, uh, the uh, there was an alternative movement, uh, unintentional movement. I think that was going on with the kind of films that Mahesh Bhut was making with Imran Hashmi. That yeah, this was, was the beginning of, of the murder era. Yeah, yeah, this yes. was also the era where. it not only acted like an alternative way of uh, hyper masculinity and toxic relationships and uh, these kind of uh, uh, erotic themes being explored in cinema in in this parallel way interesting choice of word there erotic no no but they are like a lot of mahesh bhat films not just the murder films but even no those are not of... uh, those are not erotic erotic would suggest that there is some subtlety in that intent yeah, erotic that's, that's not erotic 
yeah yeah but so the kind of films that imran hashmi was making it tapped into very certain specific kind of masculinity right which was basically against the kind of films that salman khan or again one of the big khans were doing at that i mean yeah. salman khan and this film is drawing inspirations and soaking in culture in uh, from both the kind of movies that were dominating different spaces different uh, uh different spaces in in our country at that time and also supposing not just one of them but mm. both <laughs> right yeah. by basically and also introducing a kind of world that was very new to the kind of to the people that were watching films at that time in a theater and yeah. uh, obviously through that it it gave indians it gave our country a very distinctive feel a distinctive voice that uh, i wonder i mean i watched this film just like amateur recently like 6 mm. 4 5 months back right after i had watched johnny gadda for the first time and it was interesting i was inherently interested in seeing how this man started out in his career i want to see him grow as a filmmaker through his filmography and know that how was he always this good in terms of the way he builds his worlds in the in the way he crafts his stories i think he is yeah i think he is Yeah, yeah, and I think, and, I and think there's another. The last yeah. thing I have to say about Ek Hasina Thi because I don't remember much about the movie, but I would never, never forget this extensive hotel room scene where there's like a bunch of transitions that happen. And again, because I had watched this film right after watching Johnny Gadda for the first time, I couldn't help is but notice the, is how that the doorway is that the doorway yeah, yeah. Yeah. scene. You know the camera. Yeah, yeah. the camera goes through the peephole. Yeah, yeah. peephole. Yeah. yeah. yeah and even a lot of those transitions they made me realize that oh that one edit and that one transition in johnny yeah. gadda where he's basically waking up from a, a nightmare or dream sequence yes, is basically yes. that that didn't happen overnight it wasn't just that uh, he just came up with that you could see a lot of those skills being you know it's basically a hot boil yeah yeah, yeah. Honed, basically yeah it was it's very interesting to see filmmakers such, think... such talented filmmakers you know I am glad. I am glad. Aryan brought up that thing. You know, that yeah. mm. you know the fact that there is an alternative movement happening because mm. I am reminded of a movie I watched a couple of days ago. Not even like last year, a couple of days ago. Mm. You know, the song Varun. If you want, you can put this song in. You know, if you want <laughs> to. Jeevan, kya hai? You get the idea. Is raat ki subha nahi by. Yeah. You know, Sudhir Mishra. Sudhir Mishra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. I'm not going to put the song. I'm going to treat my listeners to a bit of your singing. You've heard Arijit sing. Now listen to Amartya Acharya. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm bringing up Israt ki subha nee because Israt ki subha nee is basically like a comedy of errors kind of a story in which hmm. a guy frustrated because he can't handle his wife and his mistress basically in a party hits a hmm. dawn. Hmm. The dawn played by oh god, I can't believe I'm forgetting this guy's name. Uh, hmm. Anyway, so. The Don now angry uses all his goons to chase this guy down yeah. for Bombay. Okay, uh-huh. what I liked is it showed an exploration of Mumbai, the yappy culture, and Nirmal Patel's character enters a room and we see a poster of the Doors, you know Jim Morrison's poster, Pink Floyd mm-hmm. song is playing, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. In India, keep in mind this is the nineties. In mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. even in that time. watching that in a movie is a big deal yeah you fast forward now and you look at raghavan's filmography and if you hmm. check the inspiration that raghavan is taking 
like his first short film which was even shown you know the fti diploma short film that was yeah. really godardian right because mm. of how because of the jump cuts what he is doing and you know mm. the meta narrative overall yeah. all of it you mm. know it was film school there is pretension involved of course there is godard involved yeah. yeah of course there is godard yeah. involved i mean at this point if there wasn't i would be shocked but yeah. you get the idea like i understand godard being involved using godard that well in a short film insane mm. so and then even in star bestsellers the episode which he directed first kill that was basically like an episode of not cid i don't think cid had even come out during that time or cid was running concurrently yeah or cid okay. came out later that that felt like an episode of say nypd blue or the wire basically okay. that that felt mm-hmm. like an episode of that it was a 42 minute long episode which mm. was basically a short film yeah yeah so you you are understanding the inspiration now and a kasinathi is sydney sheldon james hadley chase you know all of it the difference here is there are people who are taking inspiration from a lot of western media and all of that stuff but you are now managing it and retrofitting it into an indian urban audience and yeah. you are trying to do it as seamlessly as possible utilizing the milieu as well as you possibly yeah. can correct but also using the cultural cues like uh, yeah. pop pop cultural cues yeah i think i think it also helps that pune i don't think here i don't think ekhasina ekhasina is a bombay bombay delhi it's, movie it's very bombay i think later in his movies i think pune pune's markers and its geography also yeah. kind of help kind of helps to a certain degree yeah i think you know but what what really sold me on ekhasina thi was that first of all urmila matonkar is fantastic in the she's film. so good she is she's really so good that of being this working woman who lives by herself in bombay which is not yet been i mean technology is not progressed fast enough she's not mm-hmm. she doesn't have a mobile phone she, the mobile phone she gets karan gives to her so mm-hmm. and her almost natural fear and suspicion of men which yeah, is exactly. there from the beginning of the film yeah. which yeah. the neighbor's character yeah mm-hmm. the neighbor's character the way karan speaks to her you know all of it yeah. feels very sort of yeah i'm on her side she's clearly mm. not feeling too great feeling about comfortable it. yeah and mm. the transformation that she undergoes when she hugs him when he comes to yeah. see her in prison i think that the the, the raghavan rests the camera on her face yeah. and she is beautifully lit to show off her eyes and mm-hmm. it's just a see, a moment really of such raw anger that is mm-hmm. the angry young man in the bachchan sense only and also the the moment of realization which yeah. follows with anger yeah yeah and similarly with saif ali khan right because he's this cool dude who's like you know very much in that kalhona ho space until he's not yeah the yeah, and he's the thing is that he is not demented or he's not crazy or he, he doesn't have those no no tics. he's manipulative he's manipulative he's manipulative he's also very casually cruel he's like he's yeah, very he is doing it very matter of fact like, yeah, he's like yeah, i'll they, just skim her off you know yeah. whenever he is not the, the typical he was he is in the typical 70s or 90s villain he's, he's not he's not yeah. he's the he's the mokambo is the mokambo he will say i see after every line yeah. and then bail out he's the mokambo khushwa he's not that he's not yeah he, and he he keeps up a facade of oh well at least she got away from prison and all that yeah. and there was there was a great line that i thought made sense in the larger context of the film which is when he first offers to give her a lift juju ja raha 
आपको कहीं लिफ्ट दे दू नो नो थैंक्स रियली बट कम ऑन गेट इन यार आई वॉन्ट बाइट यू Which is exactly how he dies, getting bitten yeah. by rats. Getting bitten by rats, yes. And I thought that was just such a. I don't know whether it was. I'm sure it was of intended. Course, of course, but it yeah. feels so macabre and like you know, funny yeah. at the same time. You're like, well, hell, why why don't we just go along with this guy who appears to have a better sense of humor than the guys making comedies nowadays? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what I liked is. Uh, how raghavan utilizes the space of the prison right because we have hmm. seen nowadays we have seen you know prison uh, prison stories and all of that and yeah, yeah, yeah. last year a show had come out called scoop by hansal mehta yeah yeah which had utilized those prison sequences to such a elation of melodrama that hmm. i was exhausted i mean hmm. i can i i mean i'm supposed to empathize with karishma tanna's character but i couldn't because the entire hmm. point was so melodramatic that it was like Oh God! I got it. Give me a break. <laughs> it's not that here, though. It's like yeah, yeah. because because I think because the character has been shown in the beginning to have a very specific character arc. She is afraid of rats. Yeah, she is afraid of. She's slightly naive, but not entirely yeah. because she's an independent yeah. woman living in a woman living by city. herself. Yeah, yeah, mm. living by herself. So she's slightly naive, as most people from small towns tend to be, quote unquote. Yeah. Huh. So in the big yeah. city perspective, in the that I take them for a ride. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So from that account, the character arc makes sense, and the fact that she is bamboozled in the prison and how yeah. the prison is being shown, mm. I think it's it also so naively accurate yeah. of how the middle class tends to believe that the system works, right? Yes, yes. A natural exactly. progression to the system, mm-hmm. whereas the system is more a uh, more tuned to. Halting and jolting and yeah. sort of shaking you up for no rhyme or reason. The system is designed to keep system is designed to keep the status quo as you know as long as possible. If you are inside the status quo, the system will ensure that you remain in the status in quo. the status quo. Yeah. So I think uh, now I understand that the prison break is a tad bit you know contrived to a certain degree in Ekhasinath. Mm-hmm. You know, the no, but I mean I think it does make sense. So the I'll tell you why. Very simply put. It's because our prisons are also understaffed. They are also yes, yes, N- not yeah. budgeted for adequately. I mean, there's a prison break in Badlapur also in that sense, which feels a little. Uh, I mean, it, such a Kaliya reference over there, right? Yeah. That he uses a crow to jolt the wire. Yeah. And what? But I think that Badlapur ka prison break is also like kind of Raghavan also slightly commenting on the basic concept of prison break in media. Yeah, you know that it's not always elaborate. Yeah, 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 because the era was different. This correct. Uh, this is like two thousand four. You know, yeah. the era is still different here. It's still so different. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I think uh, speaking of eras that are uh, either dovetailing with one another or merging into one another, Johnny Gaddar is is a nice place to rest over there because yes. it has the new fangled generation. in the form mm. of rimi and nilatan mukesh it has the middle guys zakir husain vinay pathak and it has mm. the original dude of hindi cinema yeah. dharmendra
छोटी सी जिंदगी गहरी सी जेब है बाकी तो जाने मन बातों के सेब डिस्कस करते हैं मैं ऐसा कोई काम नहीं कर रहा हूं जो इलीगल है आप तो चेहरा देखते ही पहचान लेते I get that you want a guy with a poker face uh, but uh, the face should do something after a point and <laughs> Neil Nathan Mukesh is really not and nor is Remy really you know it's it feels like yeah. you could have done better with that casting that because that really needs to work in the film and it doesn't work for me I, I think I think Johnny Gaddar for me like works perfectly because Johnny hmm. Gaddar transcends the fact that it's an Indian movie and it becomes a neo noir picture Mm-hmm. basically it's not indian it's not american it's not estonian it's not south american nobody cares nobody gives a shit it's shout out to estonia out of nowhere yeah <laughs> it's basically it's basically a neo noir picture with well defined yeah. characters to a certain well defined supporting characters mm-hmm. a central character who is intentionally an ambiguous cipher yeah intentionally ambiguous a mall not hmm. a mall a dame basically hmm. it, yeah yeah who is who is also doubling as a mall because of the story hmm. a, a structural definition of an organized crime network yeah, yeah. giving all oh of God. its giving all of its supporting characters individual a role to play and a narrative push yeah yeah a narrative function yeah. they all a have some narrative function all hmm. have a narrative function exactly yeah. every hmm. supporting character is given personality and depth something hmm. i think raghavan is also taking from ramgopal varma from satya you know okay. yeah so all those inspirations i think work but also what really worked for me is the fact that raghavan is clearly drawing from a lot of pulp comics yeah. from noir you know the cinematography the tone the camera camera angles there are a lot yeah. of dutch angles in this movie i am like okay <laughs> then like you are going all out you are going broke for this he's a he's a cinephile's true delight of a filmmaker like yes. his references are there to be enjoyed yes but yeah. he's not wasan bala wasan bala ka references make me like you know put my it. head on a wall cut the like, dude some slack he's made two movies amartya yeah no i can't cut the dude third one is a dharma movie, movie right अरे तो ऐसे कैसे जज कर सकते देखी भी नहीं पिक्चर हमने अभी तक नो मतलब आई एम कट ड्यूट स्लैग व्हेन ही मोनिका डार्लिंग एंड ही क्लियरली मेड इट एज अ रेफरेंस पॉइंट फॉर कीगो हिगाशिनो एज वेल एज श्रीराम राघवन एंड ही फेल बोथ ऑफ देम स्पेक्टेक्युलरली 
And I'm like, okay. I still think Monica is a damn enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I agree. Straight you up. You people are insane. So anyway, mm. you two are insane. <laughs> Sir, okay. the person who has one who shares one third of his name with Vijay Krishna Acharya cannot call <laughs> others insane. <laughs> See the fact of the oh, matter please. is the fact that you only have this joke to throw at me just shows that I am still okay. I mean, what, I, I don't want to insult Acharya Kriplani. I am the punchline since I like created in the family. So oh yes. Oh yes. I mean, actually. it is fitting that you should like a great Indian family because another Vyas wrote a story about <laughs> a great Indian family with Vyas. Yeah, right. Right. Let's not go there. Let's but yeah, go. speaking of uh, yeah, great jo- Indian families, Johnny Gaddar. Yeah, it's a family. Yeah, I mean, in a it's way, it's a family. Yeah. It's an yeah. organized criminal family which is completely and broken down. The way. The way the film uses again, let's just cut, build upon the kind of subversion that uh, Shriram Raghavan uh, was already known for, right with his first film Maker Sina theme and uh, casting characters like Zakir Hussain. Oh, and yeah. you, what, you expect him to betray. Yeah. Okay, you expect him to. So that's the thing. You expect him to uh, fumble and you know do something. Yeah, do something stupid and, you know, that uh, fundamentally disrupts the uh, narrative flow of the protagonist. But he's actually the one who does he's that the last. He's smartest, yeah. He's, he's the, the most smartest and, and, and Vinay Pathak's character, this this gentleman of a jolly person that we all yeah. watched uh, during the same era, during this, those No, years. same year, Bheja Frey. I mean, Bheja Frey. And even before that, he was doing these films. Yeah, he was doing these nice... A smaller yeah. film. When, when, when did that film came out? Uh, uh, when, did, when did that come out? Debakar Banerjee ke saath. What was that film? Khosla ka Khosla. Khosla ka Khosla. The year before, 2006. Late, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's what I was saying. That casting a mm-hmm. character like Vinay Shukla and like uh, showing his motivations and his side of story uh, before Zakir Hussain's ultimate reveal, okay, yeah, and show even that conflict, and there's this exchange in that conflict where uh, he looks at uh, he's the one, Johnny is the one to who stops basically. Just to be clear uh, to yeah. listeners who are not acquainted with the film, there's no yeah. character called Johnny in the movie. Yeah, the character's okay, name is Vikram. Is, yeah. Yes, <laughs> he just calls himself Johnny after because, another great reference to yeah. Johnny Mera Nam. Johnny Mera Nam, yes. And again, you know how I was talking about. And of course, it's a film by Vijay Anand, the guy yeah, who yeah. basically created Bombay Noir. <laughs> no, and to and, whom the film is dedicated. Yeah. Very yeah, openly. Yeah, definitely. Dedicated to and it's very, very interesting. And I'm so glad that jo- I watched Johnny Gaddar in the same year where I got to watch Johnny Miranam on the big screen when oh, yeah. the entire Devanan retrospective was made. And then I rewatched it. And I realized that, oh my God, like, not as, it is the proper culmination and uh, uh, explosion of mixing uh, overseas pop cultural pop pulp culture. and properly integrating it in uh, Indian sensibilities, not just culturally, but also in terms of the kind of entertainment we consume, also in terms of the pop cultural sense that we have as Indians during that yeah. time. And right, and again, casting uh, people like Dharmendra in this role. Fantastic. Of basically so of a role model. Yeah, so good. He's so again. good in this, yeah. I mean, I did have and, an objection to uh, calling him yeah. Sheshadri, which is a very... Clearly South Indian name and Dharmendra is very clearly yeah. Punjabi sounding. Clearly Punjabi, yeah. But then I just made up a story in my head which is, oh, he just called himself that. That's not his name at all. His <laughs> real name is probably Dharmendra. And yeah. 
you know i i sold it to myself on that basis but no i know you going the thing is no 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 the thing is that even during the central confrontation of the movie okay again spoilers for anyone who's listening no no spoilers but all when, over i mean why would we discuss a filmmaker's filmography yeah. if we were only going to skirt around them definitely especially maybe because we don't remember but jovio <laughs> So when uh, Johnny basically he gave a crumb yeah. goes and meets the winner's character okay after the incident okay something yeah uh, yeah yeah a scene that I'll I would want to talk about also the entire train sequence but yeah, yeah when he basically goes to meet him the way the entire scene builds up to the reveal the confrontation it is it, it is seamless I mean it is. it's one of the best pieces of writing that i've come across uh, at least in this era of hindi cinema and there's this one scene okay he goes to the kitchen first and to to make his first drink yeah. you see the bottle of jameson or whatever scotch that he's having and you see a jameson jameson it was it was definitely a jameson i recognize the bottle Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how I remember that. <laughs> no, I love how Aryan said Jameson, which is an Irish whiskey, and then called it Scotch. Yeah. <laughs> See, whatever Jameson. Yeah, that called, is yeah. that is that is why I leaned forward. I was like, that's an insult. That's an insult. <laughs> Irish are coming so for you. Was... IRA, IRA is coming for Aryan now. <laughs> so I I re- recently rewatched the film. Okay, and I was having Jameson, so I oh. assumed that it's the same bottle, but I think it was Jameson, right? No, okay. no, but whatever. Was... It was him. Yeah. <laughs> so But was Scotch not here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we see a we see a top angle shot. Okay. Yeah. Of him making the drink, and then he goes out, hmm. and then after he fumbles and he reveals to him basically that oh, uh, uh, some he says something about the train. And the train and you dropping. Train. Yeah. Uh, you dropping him off, yeah. and he's like before, as a viewer, people like us who are actually. not just people like us but anyone who's carefully watching a film like this yeah in the first watch i realized that oh <laughs> but Do then again again yeah again you don't see dharmendra react to it correct what raghavan does then is that he goes inside in the kitchen to make another drink yeah we get a similar shot okay even though it's already established and now what happens the moment he looks outside he's standing dharmendra is standing right outside the kitchen and we take him by surprise yeah rather than having it flow into the conversation that vicky kisne tumhe bataya ki shiva ko station chhodne main gaya tha that's yeah. how rakun chooses to stage block and direct the scene yeah and this is what brings me last thing i want to say about this extraordinary movie is the train sequence okay i have yeah. like amartya knows how much i love oh, it's a Indian fantastic sequence and one of the most memorable sequences that anyo morkani has ever done in his extraordinary ah. filmography is ah. the train sequence in amartya ya go on so yeah once upon <laughs> a time in the west yeah. yes and i i am a sucker for creating filmmakers to it as directors create yeah. that sort of palpable tension in a space as crowded and crowded and cramped as a train and what better way to do it in a moving sleeper coach department of indian railways ha but aaj wo nahi ho payega aaj wo nahi ho payega bahut bhi late times mein aaj milti ka hai sir reservation ab to ha seat ke niche bhi soye hote hain log 
संजय गुप्ता Dhruv started it while he, mentioning no, Kabil. He has a style, yeah. No, no he doesn't have a style. Other people have a style, and he takes their style. style. Oh God, Amartya, you think that? Okay, let's not go there. Let's no, not go anywhere whatever. near Amartya's ideas of the audio theory, please. Yes, yeah, please yeah. not. No, but my point <laughs> being that James yeah. Hadley Chase's reference. Then, Sridham Raghavan is also very inspired from another movie, which is one of the best heist movies of all time. I still mm. believe so. and that is stanley kubrick's the killing okay in how he constructs you know Captain how Trump's. meticulously the planning is being shown mm. you know okay how much process oriented how much process oriented that entire unraveling is shown you know the fact that mm. when they figure out that the money is missing that shishadri is being shishadri yeah. is dead all the guys you know that yeah. monopoly of a that entire domino falling of realization mm. and then you know the unraveling that is going on the meticulous nature by which he is plotting that entire movie that is very reminiscent of killing also very interestingly johnny gaddar johnny is from johnny mera naam hmm. johnny could also be taken from johnny clay johnny clay is the name of the character sterling hayden plays in the killing in the killing yeah yeah oh god okay johnny is also the name of johnny guitar so there is a literal clash johnny... even in the title of the movie yeah. like johnny is the titular character johnny guitar the western the 1950s western which is again a female led western johnny guitar is the name of stony hayden's character's villain hmm. so how's that for multiple associations which i think raghavan is very good at because not only is he very good at them he is like like arin pointed out he still has a narrative his film is not about callbacks nor yeah. is it about making he doesn't these... forget the na- he doesn't forget the narrative is building yeah but speaking of like a sensory overload of Yes. of references and of Ennio Morricone who opens Shriram's third film technically Agent Vinod I mean I don't think up until did, then uh, did Ennio Morricone score open that movie kya I think so the there's a tune from the good the bad the ugly that I think opens the film no that is in the mobile ringtone that is no, the no, mobile no. ringtone of Prem Chopra <laughs> no 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 no, no. that that's there as well 
But yes. a tune from the good, the bad, the ugly, I think opens the film. I may be wrong. I think Johnny Gadar, the you know positive you said just now, is hmm. the big negative of Agent Vinod. What's your name? Kapil Dev. Name, tell me, please. I'm Indra Sandhu. My name is Anthony Gonzalez. I'm in the world. I'm alone. I'm taking 50 million dollars. I'm buying 242. Do you know what 242 is? You are the best friend. तेरी जासूसी के दिन खत्म हुए तेरे दोस्त कौन हो तुम मैं फ्रेडी खम्बाटा हूँ सर फ्रेडी खम्बाटा एजेंट विनोद सर of that generation of filmmakers so shriram anurag kashyap debakar banerji anybody had taken the kind of punt that shriram was like okay i'll make this action film with an actor who's popular but who's not a star in the classical sense i mean saif was just coming off of arakshan which had gotten into all sorts of controversy over the casting of a nawab from a princely state as a dalit phd scholar and honestly speaking it's a fun film i'm hard pressed to criticize it in the sense that it has an actual plot <laughs> so it it's not like you know for even though i enjoyed a film like pathan it's yeah. or a film like war i don't think it go, goes anywhere near being that basic i think the okay. the nor is it as grandiose as a bond film interesting because both pathan and war are written by the raghavan brother by by his brother yeah by shridhar yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think this the dialogues right or the story no no he wrote the screen place he wrote the screen place the past hair wala did the dialogue hmm. uh, oh ha right so i i think with uh, agent vinod it also taps into this very uh, real contemporary threat of big business and serious political power taking over the world and trying to sort of run a parallel world government in the way that it does hmm. but So basically, Casino Royale. Casino Royale is more about financing terror, though. I mean, Casino Royale's ca- first half is basically the entire premise of what Dhritiman Chatterjee's character is saying, right? right? Introduce a terrorist organization or create a bomb blast that will drive up, that will, you know, yeah, stock drive down the stocks yeah. rather. Drive down the stocks. That was exactly the premise of Casino Royale's ca first half, in which Mad Mikkelsen character wants the plane crash so that the plane company stocks stocks, stocks fall down, go down yeah. and he buys and he buys those stocks well. I thought in the popular format that way the film was packaged rather well it had a whole sort of glittering series of villains from Ram Kapoor who plays Abu Nazer to Adil Hussain playing the nameless colonel to Dhritman mm-hmm. Chatterjee of course who plays Sir Jagdishwar Mehta and the great Prem Chopra I mean and yes. Shadab Khan who was quite a delight I thought but yes. there is the problem that the film has it has a lopsided last 20 minutes i think the yeah. script which is publicly available for anybody who wants to read it i think the script has a lot more detailing like and a lot of it falls through in in coming across on the screen like one thing that i thought worked was iram's character karina kapoor's character they gave her terrible mm. dialogue yes i thought she still managed to get away with it because she has to do this very tricky balancing act between yeah. being the being an intellectual equal to Saif Vinod hmm. yeah. and being the woman he falls in love with and 
cutting a certain kind of attractive figure be it in the song that comes in the karachi sequence of the film dil mera muft ka or hmm. in the rubaiyat uh, auction sequences yes so i i thought that she found that balance quite well but again the script felt like it was doing too much hmm. the film needed to be pared down a little bit in terms of its length but at no point did i say oh man it's boring it was fun it was the jokes were stupid the references were cool it wasn't there was no outlandishness of you know grabbing a helicopter and tying it like it's a patang or something it had fa- some fairly I credible mean, action i mean it happened. had i mean i mean the detonator was in a book which was basically i mean which is ingenious right i'll turn i mean ingenious ingenious a book of poetry which is which as we know is the stuff of betas into the, of betas, yes. the, for the most alpha nuclear weapon the alpha male for the most alpha nuclear weapon that is beta detonator <laughs> no but the perspective here is you know if you have seen james bond hmm this felt like a very quintessential 70s james bond movie you know like late 60s early 70s james bond movie like say diamonds yeah. are forever or live and let die it's that era yeah it doesn't come so, close to touching like on her majesty's secret service but yeah yeah it, <laughs> but it's also like uh, it i won't even say much... it's as bad as diamonds are forever actually it's not as bad as no diamonds. no it's not as bad as Dem- no no it's not as bad as diamonds are forever because by that point it became a pair but it's like <laughs> if it very much feels like like uh, okay so oh god i'm going back to my james bond geek mode again anyway so that's fine james bond james this bond was reasonable over here in this context yeah. james bond was mostly written by the plots were mostly written by richard maybaum until yeah. the 90s so hmm. i can definitely say that agent vinod feels the most like a richard maybaum written script in a way i think raghavan basically takes that you know globe trotting aspect of the journey you know taking the plot shifting mega fins every second to yeah. one country to the next country to the next country hmm. he does that and he puts a richard maybaum so a richard maybaum script is basically structured like that so yeah agent vinod is very much like that agent vinod is also very much like a 90s james bond movie which is post cold war yeah hmm. post cold war you know the i mean that is Bro- directly referenced in the film as well yeah right? that is very directly referenced in the film as well so you know the ps brosnan era but not the good yeah. ps brosnan movies uh it is very much inspired inspired by tomorrow never dies and die another day Both I of think tomorrow like, never dies has held up quite interestingly in today's day and age. Yeah, in today's context, tomorrow never dies is prescient as hell. Yeah. But, mm. <laughs> but die another day, though. Please tell me where is the prescience in having a car with a rocket launch? Uh, Aston Martin with a rocket launch. I would place an order for one if I had that kind of cash lying around. Yes, that is yes. true. But prescience nahi hai. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. We do we do have automated automated driven cars like Tesla, but so be it. and hmm. we have a and we have a megalomaniac who is running twitter but jobi what can we say about that but megalomaniacs are the flavor of the season sir for the last few years for the last few years exactly but also the fact, yeah but also the fact that this movie is filled with so many reference i literally told varun that i am having a headache it's not because <laughs> it's not because i am overwhelmed by the amount of references throwing i am overwhelmed by the amount of references i'm getting from hmm. what he's throwing yeah you know 
because he's also putting in Charlie Chaplin references, he's also putting in Buster Keaton references, and I'm like, you know, slow down, just huh. slow down, just breathe for a second, you know. And it's coming in with like Amar Akbar Anthony comes in somewhere, Mahindra Sandhu of course comes, comes in. Yeah. yeah. स्लाइटली ओल्ड बढ़िया I always, I always used to see uh, that one song come on TV while I was watching something in the background like 9XM or whatever MTV. Uh, so yeah, that in itself says that I was very young. <laughs> But anyways, uh, I ah, remember... MTV pe gaane aate the. <laughs> aate the, <yeah. laughs> Back in my bahut. days, MTV used to actually show music. <laughs> the M in MTV. <laughs> So yeah I still vividly remember even though obviously I've not watched that either the movie or revisited that video song since years I think and um, I still vividly remember how well shot and how oh, well uh, uh detailed and blocked uh, the song Rapta was in the movie. Yeah this is because the... I kept watching the video song and that song got very famous during that time so hmm. uh, they kept playing it over and over again every yeah, yeah, yeah. minutes and hours and I always been intrigued to watch the movie I don't know why I was actually planning uh, in preparation for this podcast for this episode and obviously because Merry Christmas was coming out I had planned to watch Agent Vinod to get done with this or whatever of with uh, Raghavan's filmography and but I couldn't get the time because any then Merry Christmas was delayed to Makkar Sankranti yeah and I was like okay I'll probably delay watching Agent Vinod as well but I I might as well watch it this week so yes yeah. definitely no, after hearing you guys talk about it it's like it definitely seems like a movie that is worth see on a on a craft level no I think when that song and that segment of the film ends or rather when the film returns to india is mm-hmm. where the craft also becomes a bit dodgy okay like you know the the cinematography suddenly it loses color because you can't have suddenly this realistic color palette which you've not used mm. so far in the film i okay. didn't i didn't like that i felt that in a film where you've so completely committed to the idea of it being an over the top action spy comedy ish kind of thing you need to stay you need to stick to that territory if you suddenly say mm-hmm. okay i'm going to give you this very realistic depiction of a, the possibility of a nuclear blast in delhi mm-hmm. it takes me out of the film entirely and then suddenly when you cut back towards the end when vinod goes to kill sir metla yeah, yeah. actually in not so meatless sir jagdishwar because I, i had that problem with the film when you're knighted it's not like sir and surname it's sir and first yeah. name yeah so uh, yeah if aryan were to get a knighthood tomorrow after getting a citizenship he would be sir aryan not sir vyas which should... good only sir vyas kaisa lagta hai ha it, it looks like somebody somebody is calling vallabh vyas from yes. sir farosh <laughs> yes <laughs> so but no i i thought that that is where the film really lost me but no we were no, we were on the references but i think no no but i think uh, references and all is fine it's like uh, 
other than that rapta sequence you know hmm. because that rapta sequence is a special conversation on its own but it does yeah <laughs> but there but overall the film's action sequence is very quick cut it's like the 2000s 2000s wala that quick cutting you know oh. early 2000s wala quick cutting thoda it's not that shaky like shaky cam level but it's still very you know i actually thought they were pretty ridiculous. competent looking in that sense they are not Action scenes today are pretty bad to watch because you're like, man, I I'm not able to follow no, the action. No, but no, but here I, at least I could follow the action. Hi, hi, you are talking about movies like say KGF where k- nobody can follow the action. I'm not talking about those. Mm. Like movies like say a Pathan or a Pathan. Okay, not Jawan. Mm. I'm talking about Pathan. Mm. Let's yeah, stick with Bollywood for a minute. Yeah. So mm. movies like Pathan, the special effects of Pathan is the big. you know stand out factor because those were so not bad. in a good way yeah those were so bad those took you out of the movie but if you ignore that for a second and just look at how the handheld fight scenes were shot you know the action set piece hmm. overall like uh like uh, sharuk and his stuntman fighting in the train or something like that mm-hmm. you will see that you can actually follow the action because the camera is not cutting to and fro continuously okay. camera is holding still in each and every action sequence if you want to follow an action sequence most of the time you need to hold yeah that's what john wick it's like a dance it's like a... it's like ballet yeah. almost right the the that's coherence has to remain yeah that's what john wick also does to a certain degree hmm. which is why but john wick is john directed wick. by action choreographers a stuntman yes yeah no all i'm saying is if john wick is your benchmark follow the benchmark that's how it works i am just saying ki mm. agent vinod mein until rapta sequence where the action sequence is completely cut to a song which again sorry for the digression wanga that is how you do an action sequence cut to a song ha huh? anyway mm. so let's continue badal mein nahi pahunch jata ha ha bhai bhai what i genuinely enjoyed was that the film gave me a sense of fun Yes, you know, more than anything is. else. Because it I is. don't, I don't want dreariness. It doesn't preach. It doesn't. There's that moment where he, and that's why it takes you out of the film when he talks about his cable car heroics. I yes. felt that that didn't sit well with the film also. But towards the end, when BP Singh's uh, character says to him, "It was a privilege serving with you, my boy," and when Vinod just says, "Giants," I thought it felt very natural. It didn't. There's no because, lecture about country. Because the B, it's the Maybom. Because it's the Maybom script, right? It's the Maybom hmm. script which is being co-opted by Raghavan. Because okay. even in a James Bond script by Richard Maybom, you know, the most he references on Her Majesty's Secret Service is either that on Her Majesty's yeah. Secret Service or that Bond. How are you doing? All well, sir. In service of the Queen and country. That's it. Yeah. That's the one line. is not putting anything else because that is not important at the end of the day what is important is entertainment to a certain extent no and also that patriotism doesn't always need to be mai i will shove it into every single frame yes and you know make your eyes bleed with it because that i mean even our best in in hindi cinema our better war films are also the ones that understand that difference between patriotism and nationalism and and agent vinod agent vinod was never constructed as such agent vinod was yeah. constructed as a very james bond like because the james yeah. bond reference is very evident very evident is, like the tux yes. the the idea that he's playing cards with somebody yes and though i i do feel like some of the dialogue substitutions i was like man why you should just let it in like though yes. raghavan does have good substitution like the original trailer i remember this because 
this was a word a senior from school used to use very often when vinod asks uh, abu nazar and abu nazar says क्वेश्चन by a woman for the first time maryam zakaria's character whom he has rescued from that camp aapka naam kya hai kapil dev yeah and they had to cut that from the film hmm. but i thought man that's just complete commitment to a stupid sense of humor yeah. and like you know going with it but, but it's somewhere yeah somewhere yeah. somewhere this somewhere i think economy of the filmmaking which i really think they should have used because yeah that third act truly i don't think the third act needed to be there the final 20 minutes i think you could have easily cut it away you know that entire yeah you could have tried to end it in karachi actually yes exactly it's like just an extended yeah 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 slightly longer set yeah. piece also because it also has a very dodgy cgi sequence of saif in a helicopter and trying to blast his hmm. through which though though i did like the lalit parimu character and his action bit with karina kapoor and trying to kill her yeah, was something yeah. i quite like that you know you're trying this out in suburban delhi for instance yes yes and the fact that he shoots that guy dead inside a nirulas i was thrilled when i watched as <laughs> like cp dude you're killing somebody in cp and palika bazar can you imagine shooting in palika bazar that's nuts truth serum for you know ps boss's character to say yeah. stuff and all that stuff that that is one the other thing yeah. is uh, ram kapoor's character which is you know the weapons hmm. i think he's a weapons so, he, he's sorry. a hawala dealer actually yeah he he's a hawala dealer yeah that is also kind of like uh, robby coltrane's character from golden eye who returns yeah but more Robert evil Robert. and more less evil. nice and less nice but he has a, he has that very stupid sense of humor which robby yeah, coltrane's yeah. character and robby coltrane's character had so like yeah. you clearly understand but here's the thing though it's like uh, agent vinod is obviously a reboot a sort of inspiration from a 1967 secret agent movie of the same name agent i think 77 77 yes, 77 film by i think it's a 77 film by rajshree okay but of all the people in the world rajshree yeah <laughs> but but the movie which felt the most similar to me for agent we know that list in terms of because it is referencing a james bond figure hmm. is vikram not 2022 vikram 1986 vikram hmm 86 vikram the 86 yeah. vikram is kamal hassan's attempt at making a james bond movie and not ps brosnan james bond movie roger moore james bond movie <laughs> Did he forget that to make a Roger Moore James Bond movie, you have to be of Dada Ji age first? 
बिकॉज कमल हसन वॉजेंट दादाजी एज देन ही इज नाउ नाउ इफ ही ट्राइज दैट लाइक विच ही डज विद विश्व रूपम ही डेड it's 2022 vikram and he made a casino royale type vikram <laughs> but <laughs> i mean vishwarupam made me pretty uncomfortable in the way the yeah. rajamur late rajamur bonds did oh, yeah. as like you are literally old enough to be like a grandfather dude yeah. don't the touch that girl like a view to a kill a view to a kill yeah oh yeah him and uh, him and uh, tanya roberts yeah tanya roberts oh, but no yeah. the point being ki uh, the first film that told us that the people in silicon valley are a bit crazy yes <laughs> <laughs> By that point the film was very prescient. Yeah. But the thing about this thing about Vikram was ki Vikram was very faithful in what it is adapting because it is very outlandish. Yeah. It is very hmm. very outlandish. It had nuclear missiles. It had a villain played by Satyaraj who has an eye patch. Okay. It, hmm. it had laser drawn. It had a Q type figure. It gave hmm. you know Kamal Hasan's character weaponry and all that stuff. it basically made rajasthan into a completely separate country quote unquote mongolian like country dimple kapadia was supposed to be the woman who kamalasa's character has to marry it's very weird it's a very weird movie it's a very weird movie because i call roger moore movies post moonraker they were all very weird so it's like sir moonraker was also pretty weird <laughs> moonraker to star wars ke hisab se ho raha tha na isliye i can still buy that to certain extent That's all so, I'm saying. Ki, Agent Vino yeah. felt like Vikram 1986. It's like Raghavan hmm. taking his Bond knowledge, but his love for a very specific Bond. He clearly hmm. loved Brosnan Bond. Hmm. You know, his aesthetic was Craig Bond, but his love was Pierce Brosnan Bond. Yeah. That's why he took all the nature of Pierce Brosnan's outlandish work and all of that and put it here. And you know, for a filmmaker like him, you know, you realize that he has a love for the genre and is trying to make it here. and like i told you before like western sensibilities he is very good at incorporating into the indian sensibilities mm. and all of that i think yeah. here he overdoes it here also it's less indian because it's less location specific that specificity is gone because it has to be a globe trotting vehicle and i'd like to believe that uh, while agent uh, vinod is obviously about the cinema he has watched in his life Hmm. Badlapur is about the places he has seen in his life. Yes, yes. And trying to ground them in that, in that reality. Badlapur is very, yeah. Badlapur is very less homage heavy, very more existential heavy. I think that Badlapur yeah. is very, Badlapur is one of his more character focused work. To be very honest, mm-hmm. like the narrative clearly stops for a second, right? It clearly stops in the second act. It stops multiple times. Yeah, actually, it it you think okay, this is this is the end, sort of almost, mm-hmm. right? So of course, Badlapur is the 2015 film which uh, Raghavan adapted from an Italian novel by Massimo Carlito, translated into English as Death's Dark Abyss. And as is his thing, apparently he bought all the available copies off Amazon before his film came out. So you know nobody knew what his film was about, but it was about a man who wastes his grieving life. until one day the man who murdered his wife and child is released from prison and he chances an opportunity to get back at him it stars nawazuddin siddiqui and varun dhawan in what is my favorite performance of his at a time when he looked like he was interested in acting and not in the stardom that is clearly now of more interest to him log kehte hain अपने दुश्मन को माफ कर देना चाहिए 
मैं भी यही मानता हूँ लेकिन उन्हें के मारने के बाद Badlapur I remember watching it when it came out and uh, I wasn't like completely blown away by it and hmm. uh, saying that I did rewatch it around 2018 I hmm. think right after Andhatun had come out and I watched it with my dad and he loved it but I still had some reservations about it but looking back uh, I clearly realized that it's it's clearly a Rakhwan film there are his uh, hmm. directorial touches uh the way he is clearly going into the themes in a more mature way like yeah. uh, not in a mature way as in his protagonist are more mature uh it's until this realize that oh this is what i have been in this is the this is the kind of process that i have embraced when it comes to grieving and uh, i remember feeling that sort of uh, i remember it feeling very moody in terms of its world yeah. building and in terms of how Uh, it transition from each one act to the other yeah but yeah i there's nothing i mean it's really one of my least favorites probably my least favorite movie of rakhwan i do okay. think from what i remember that i do like uh, ek hasina thi more than matlabpur but wow. it shall be interesting to revisit this film because again i would agree with you when you said that it's one of it's your favorite uh, dhawan performance and i think uh, he made this and right after this in 2017 or 18 or uh, he made october he appeared in october right yeah so Three i years. think he has yeah so uh, he's like clearly these two films are like, like interesting choice that he's made as an actor and both of these roles are like about grieving and about yeah. internalizing a lot of and uh, Yeah I mean he's not even I was surprised in 2015 that oh he's not like this plastic boy plastic actor that yeah. uh, the kind of persona that he uh, broke out with in the industry within the mainstream audience and I, I love when actors uh, acknowledge their uh, limitations as an actor and still uh, try to uh, work with directors who know they can uh, use them in good character roles and uh, in a way that you know and this is again it could be one of those instances as well where the with the director knows how to play along the weaknesses of an actor and hmm. um, not not saying that the uh, one's a weak actor by any means but obviously the i mean you're, you're welcome to say that please he do is, please do a significantly yeah. weak no, actor like, even right now when he does movies like uh, bear please don't say bawal <laughs> no, no, not. I'm not bothered to watch it. <laughs> Too much bawa. You mean the yeah. film that trivialized the murder of twelve million people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but bawa is that... zone of interest. Great double billing. <laughs> <laughs> I was realizing that. Oh my god. So that movie has also received already received warnings from like foreign governments. Yeah, You're yeah. going to get my podcast also suspended by. <laughs> <laughs> अरे काट कर लेना क्या है इट्स ओके इट्स ओके वी आर लिविंग इन अ या व्हाटएवर फायरवॉल नाउ इट्स ओके या या कंप्लीटली फाइन या नो बट द थिंग इज दैट आई वुड लव टू रीविजिट बदलापुर बिकॉज़ नाउ आई क्लियरली वुड गेट अ बेटर सेंस ऑफ हाउ ही इज प्रोग्रेसिंग हिज स्टोरी आई वुड बी मोर इंटरेस्टेड इन सीइंग हाउ ही इज डीलिंग विद द ट्रांजिशंस एंड प्रोग्रेसिंग द स्टोरी वेल आल्सो टेलिंग प्रोबेब्ली वन ऑफ हिज मोस्ट फ्लेश्ड आउट स्टोरी इन टर्म्स ऑफ द thematic concept of it because uh, yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, this style over here is uh, there's no it's almost like the style evaporates beneath hmm. the hefty thematic uh, 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 base of the film so hmm. it shall be an interesting rewatch i yeah, think you, you know 
I I actually think it's a fairly stylish film. So okay. for anyone who may not know this, Sri Ram mm. Raghavan's first three films were all shot by C K Murli Dharan, mm. and then with Badlapur he went with a very interesting choice of cinematographer. Anil Mehta came in. Now Anil Mehta has done these big budget romances. He's done Veer Zara. He's done uh, oh, Jab okay. Tak Hai Jaan. Okay. But he's also the man who has lensed Lagan. He is, oh, yes. he's that sort of he he's the kind of slightly older statesman cinematographer who's taken on a highway and done a rock star in a certain part point in his career. And I think there's a very interesting sense of framing to Badlapur. Like it lets go of the genre conventions that. Raghavan has desperately and deliberately sought out in his previous work mm. and over here it is more staid it is more interested in looking formal almost at some contemplating points. not not just contemplative in look, mm. just being restive at some point okay like okay. even when the camera is hectic and it's moving it's mm. very clearly focused on the characters even like mm. action sequences there are times when like inside the car in the inside first the car, yeah it's such a yeah. great handheld sequence but the characters remain the focus yeah of mm. of the camera of the scene of everything in that sense there's the camera doesn't get out of the car it sort yeah. of just mm. pops out for a glimpse and then comes back in and apparently yeah. i do remember it being uh, more enticing dramatically than being enthralling like his other films yeah it's mm-hmm. not a thriller i don't know why yeah. it's called a thriller on the internet it's a very very yeah. obvious slow burn thriller you can call that no but it's i think i think it's very different from uh, you know raghavan's mm-hmm. earlier films because and here's how i judge look at it imagine mm-hmm. the jail sequence of ek hasina thi Yeah, you know, the descent of Urmila Matondkar's character into the rage-filled revenge horn, yeah. you know, woman. Yeah. You take that sequence, you take the thematic angle of Urmila Matondkar's character, and you make that the movie. Hmm. That's what Badlapur is, because Badlapur yeah. is basically about PTSD. Badlapur is not. Badlapur yeah. is about revenge, and hmm. how revenge. Revenge can be shown in movies in very different ways. Revenge can be shown as a cathartic measure. You know, mm-hmm. many revenge film movies are like blood baths, visceral, visceral. Karan Malhotra's Agni Pat. Yeah. But then you have revenge movies like this, like Badlapur, yeah. which is so festering. Yeah, the It revenge is almost accidental. Yeah. Right. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's not thought of like for like ten years probably, and out of the blue, yeah. this yeah. social worker pops up and says he's about to be released. Yeah. Or could mm-hmm. you help him release him rather? Have him released okay. on medical grounds, and he realizes this is my, and he screws up. That's what I like. That despite his methodical planning, he is mm. not factored in the CCTV cameras. He is not factored in the possibility of fingerprints being found somewhere. He's not. Mm. He's not. He's smart. He's extremely smart. He's just not smart enough. Whereas Sounds like Lyak a description of the killer, but okay. Like Lyak is stupid. he's yeah. extremely stupid but he's mm-hmm. not dumb enough to like you know do to not get out of that situation with uh, the murli sharma character and everyone inside yeah. that when they attempt to assault him my thing about the movie is ki if you are going to show you know the folly of a person on the search mm. for revenge or for the search or on the path to violence which they are not very familiar with yeah 
go all out because if you are hmm. going to show consequences go all out hmm. i wanted raghavan to go all out i think he held back just like how do you th- uh, elaborate on how you don't think he went all out i think he i think again according to me hmm. there is a scene in which uh, was it tiska chopra right he played the social worker who no uh, social divya dutta divya dutta so divya dutta's character spoiler uh, of course we are talking spoilers divya dutta's character is clearly shown to be murdered by uh was she murdered no no oh yes because she wasn't murdered she was stuck she was stuck in that you know that packaging and all that stuff remember that scene not even that she's not yeah. stuffed in that she's not stuck but they are cutting back they are like showing you that he can do that he he, can, he might ha, it's implied that he may have it's, killed her until she storms back into the office she storms back into exactly yeah. now my point being go do that do all of that you know show that revenge is so festering the rot is so much inside him hmm that the differentiation between him and the liak will be almost unrecognizable yeah but i don't think the social worker matters he kills even radhika apte's character koko is killed only because it's necessary to not leave a witness he is not he is not sarika vartak in that sense he is not willing to go to yes. jail for these crimes yes otherwise he would have also killed kumud mishra on the multiple occasions if the opportunity had presented itself mm-hmm. but i think something that stayed with me about the film and i noticed this actually i'd watched it back in 2015 i wasn't mm-hmm. a big fan but i rewatched it a couple of days back mm-hmm. before he is he becomes a widower he has this very interesting style of dressing he wears mm-hmm. these t-shirts inside shirts his shirts are half sleeved then when we meet him after that he's mostly wearing full sleeve shirts except in mm-hmm. one scene when he goes on that lunch date to see divya dutta okay and for that one scene he goes back to half sleeve shirts and mm. for a moment i thought that does raghu feel like this may be a way back to normalcy but then i realized that no it's just him trying to feel normal again yeah trying and to after open they've had sex he's like mm. oh i don't feel it anymore so he just reverts mm. to how he was doing things yeah Again, it's a good way of reinforcing uh, the internal turmoil through yeah, he, yeah yeah it's like checking for comfort it's like yeah. doing what which is comfortable to him and then realizing that you know hmm. he's not comfortable anymore yeah yeah and it's also like he's wanting because you told him right you told me that that uh, he's so used to being melancholic he's so used yeah. to wallowing in the grief that he, that becomes a comfort for him comfort for him yeah but i did have one particular uh, question about this film is that the very interestingly all of the men who enter the frame so raghu layak uh, govind mishra the cop harman uh, played by vinay pathak they are all willing villains hmm. and the women are all victims like not one yes. of them is spared yes and i like it's such a damning indictment of masculinity and th- th- that scene where shobha uh, played by divya dutta storms into his office hmm. and she says that inspector that cop asked me inappropriate questions it's already been foreshadowed when he's uh, when uh, raghu is coming out of the prison after meeting laik hmm. and shobha and govind mishra are standing there and he's asking her questions but you can make out in her demeanor that she's uncomfortable in this man's presence 
and also early on in the film when ragu goes to the police station for the first time and mishra holds up a sketch and says he's made a he's had a picture of ranjit made mm. and you realize this is a cop that's either not serious about his job or mm. who doesn't really care enough and it's such a good flip to cast komod mishra in that sort of role right i Because think i took the latter i think i took the latter in interpretation i think he just did not care enough i think hmm. by the end it was his last day before retirement or some and he wanted you know, that money yeah yeah, yeah exactly but no i wanted to ask you did you also get this idea of the fact that raghavan tells us that you know in whatever sort of way you want to look at it the only male who loses loses truly who's a pure out and out victim in the film is that kid robin every other male is a willing perpetrator on some level or the other what what do you make of that sort of tangent that i seem to have cooked up no no i don't think it's a tangent per se i think again it's i think this is raghavan's most internal film hmm i think because the narrative stops legit stops you know and it yeah. just lets and it just lets the camera move around the city badlapur kotan kot hmm. it just lets lets us inside the psyche of these characters and what they are trying to do you know Mm. because there is no propulsiveness to his plot now which is why it is so different from say his immediate predecessor movie that is agent vinod yeah. which is all about propulsiveness yeah it's all about moments like it's one moment after the other after yeah. the other yeah this is not that right this is festering building simmering yeah so when you are taking a movie like that and when you are showing a story about revenge mm. huh? again revenge and violence two of two such story elements which are always associated quote unquote with masculinity yeah which funny one has already subverted in his first yes he has already subverted in ekasinati so what is the logical end point after subversion hmm just doubling down and focusing on yeah. the internal internalization of these themes hmm and that's what he is doing if you are if you are in a revenge mode always yeah. dig yourself two graves so it's like okay. that's what he is doing right you know but here it's not two graves here it's collateral damage yeah all of these men all both raghu raghu becomes a willing participant to kill liak because of revenge and all of that stuff no but i'll i'll go back even further the problematic traits of raghu's character are mm-hmm. almost immediately evident from his first meeting with jim lee huma kurish's character yes yes of course now in india at least historically women who are engaged in sex work are not there out of their own willingness yes it is out of circumstance or they have been abducted or it's it's rarely ever with their consent and he dehumanizes her instantly he says okay so she, i've paid her to have sex with me so i can effectively rape her which is what he does hmm and to me that was the immediate i didn't realize the first time i had watched yeah. the film because mm. i i don't know whether at 15 i really understood that scene i, I think it's like, harder to grasp i think it's harder to grasp you know at that point yeah, at that nuances that point. of sexual dynamics is harder to grasp until yeah. you become slightly and, older but then when i watched it now i was like okay and obviously i read up on the film in the, in the meantime but i was like oh he's the devil that's there inside of him 
was probably always there like we yeah. only remember the good moments with his wife we don't know what kind of a husband he actually was hmm. was he a good husband was he a bad husband sure he, you you want to give him the benefit of being a good husband but when that monster reveals itself hmm. and he says that you know i'm willing to sort of play with the emotions of a mother who's desperate hmm. who knows i know what she feels like i'm desperate to have my child back but if i let her child out i'll have a crack at finishing him off for good or the fact that he kills kanchan which is uh, radhika apte's character yes yes by the sheer thing that oh i can't leave witnesses behind hmm. to me i think what 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 he said what like says to him right at the end that teri bibi ko har man ne maine mara tha कंफ्यूज हो गया था मैं पता नहीं मेरे दिमाग में क्या आया दो मिनट के लिए तेरी बच्चा गिर गया था बीवी चिल्ला रही थी अचानक से मेरे अंदर से गन निकली और मैंने मार दी मेरा गर्म दिमाग हो गया था तेरा तो ठंडा दिमाग था दो लोगों को मार दिया हथौड़े से और वो भी निर्दोष क्या फर्क था पागल हो गया तू इलाज करा ले अपना आई थिंक दैट्स वेयर आई रियलाइज दैट नाउ आई आई गेट व्हाट द फिल्म्स गोइंग फॉर इट्स नॉट साइडिंग विद लाइक बट इट्स वेरी क्लियरली साइडिंग अगेंस्ट रघु इट्स साइडिंग अगेंस्ट इट्स अगेन लाइक द बेस्ट ऑफ मूवीज व्हिच डील्स विद थीम्स लाइक दिस आई थिंक योर प्रोटैगोनिस्ट इज नॉट योर हीरो देयर इज अ क्लियर डिफरेंस हियर या देयर इज नो हीरो और विलेन हियर because none of your protagonists are people you need to root for none of your antagonist antagonists are definitely not your people you are going to root yeah. for anyway but your protagonist is not somebody you are going to root for either and like ekasinathi raghavan also casts here a good looking guy yeah who he subverts yeah hmm. i think it's bigger i think it's a bigger deal here because this is varun dhawan's second film no it's his fourth hmm. film second of so film. it's student of the year main tera hero hamti sharma ki dulhaniya hmm. and badlapur Oh, I'm so glad I forgot about Mahathira Hero and Hamdi Sharma. Hamdi Sharma was only. fun in its own way. <laughs> yeah, but those are forgettable only. I, I think, but, uh, but but Hamdi Sharma, I feel, is important to how Varun Dhawan's performance plays out in Badlapur because he's been yeah. that he's sort of cute chocolate boy type in that film. Yeah. yeah. And then this, you're getting this completely different type mm-hmm. of man. Arun, what did you think of this whole thing? that's what i was saying that it's it's always interesting to see such big mainstream actors uh go from doing a big production house film like playing the same character that we have all been seeing for the past 20 30 years and give the complete charge to a filmmaker a lesser known like not a lesser known but an indie voice hmm. uh, an alternative voice and completely dedicate themselves to the director's vision and i still remember whatever you were saying about uh, how we see the other character always how we see him with the sex worker and i mm. remember this one scene where uh, in his moment of uh, revenge inflicting revenge uh, he goes inside and just asks his wife to just pretend as if yeah yeah 
yeah yeah yeah and that in it i was just realizing while you were uh, talking about that other character and i was just realizing the way again raghavan uh, contrast paints this contrast by saying in a way like you could this could also be the uh, reading and maybe i'm reading too much into it but it's that he doesn't have to uh, act upon his monsters uh, raghu's character he uh, has he's already cool enough to yeah. Her, yeah, yeah yeah he's cool enough to do it anyway he's cool enough yeah. to control it at this point exactly and it's it's just those little choices that he makes throughout the story that just it is it just icks you like yeah. even though you know you see and those reactionary shots he's standing outside you see him getting uncomfortable and clearly enraged by what might be going inside but even though we know that there's nothing this is vinay patak's character yeah yeah, yeah. vinay patak that we know that he's not like raping basically his wife even then we feel uncomfortable because yeah. we know what is motivating him to do yeah. that we have followed him through his journey i think this is raghavan's most uh, you know different film to a certain extent definitely definitely this is very strained and involved this is also this is the film which is completely unique from raghavan's own filmography because this movie is not reliant on homage this movie is not reliant on references hmm. this is a movie very much focused on its characters in a way you know it's not reliant again again i'm bringing this back again to the fact that the narrative isn't narrative is very still stillness is a huge part of this movie right it yeah. it allows you to breathe for a majority of the time yeah because sometimes within the yeah narrative right yeah so mm-hmm. i think i think this is also this is also a movie in that account like most of raghavan's movies are prime for rewatches because mm-hmm. yeah again but all his previous movies could be prime for rewatches because of the inherent catharsis you get because of the pulpy genre it is playing in i think yeah. badlapur is prime for a rewatch because badlapur is playing on a much more deeper thematic level than even we could understand previously mm. hmm. <laughs> yeah I, th- i i think it does sort of leave you with that punch to the gut i almost yeah. feel like the the fact that the film ends on a song takes away from it rather than just you know maybe play the credits with a yeah. bit of score like jikarda like jikarda becomes so you know yeah it's almost yeah it becomes uh, antithetical almost to the film's whole point of like getting to putting raghu in the dock almost yeah but uh, lo- lots of people to be found in the proverbial dock in uh, Shriram Raghavan's last feature that he made in 2018 this is the caper black comedy thriller that is doing a lot and really going for broke that's titled Andadhun Bandar Madari ko bandh kar chale gaye Tune murder dekha Hey anda kya fantastic अरे तूने तो दिल खुश कर दिया थैंक यू सर तुम्हें तो शो करना चाहिए टीवी में बात करूं कल तो हाई टी हो गई एक बंदे ने फोन करके सर का नाम लिया बोला सर ने मर्डर करके बॉडी ब्रिज पे डाल दिया स्टारिंग टब्बू आयुष्मान खुराना राधिका आप्टे बंच ऑफ 
terrific actors is apart from the manavij uh, zakir hussain and again pune. and pune and pune yeah pune is i i have a story about this actually so 5th of october yeah. is when andadun opened my grandmother with whom i lived when i stayed in pune hmm. used to uh, and still lives in this particular part of town called university road hmm. i just walked out of the house turned left onto the main road walked 150 meters and watched the film in this theater called rahul 70 mm okay and literally 25 30 minutes into the film i get an exterior shot of rahul the place in which i'm watching the film wow, it's okay. that much of a pooda movie that the theater you are sitting in is going to wind did up the on guys screen. did the guys in the theater do that leonardo dicaprio ka meme <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I don't know if they did that but I mean I kept doing that because so many of the places I frequented among them Good Luck Cafe at uh, at Good Luck Chop Prabhat Road mm. which is where Akash's character stays mm. um, these are parts of the town that I'm fairly familiar with so yeah, for so, you that entire movie is a once upon a time in Hollywood ka meme no I mean I don't I I'm not really familiar with the area in which Simi and Pramod Sinha stay I but that's probably because <laughs> I don't consider that a part of Pune at all. That's just a township that's there in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, another one. I think it's my favorite Raghavan film by a long shot. Yeah, it's. I think it's his most fun film, which is hilarious. Definitely I, fun yeah. and also in a way, uh, uh, I think more coherent even than yeah. Johnny Gandhar and supremely well. morbid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very morbid. It is hilariously morbid. Yeah. it's i think it is the movie that basically made homes and careers out of it gave a uh, hindi youtube hindi channels those explainer channels a platform that moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's what it was their inception yeah. you mean you mean to say you mean to say that it gave rise to recaps yeah i think so like these like not a lot of people up until then at least in the hindi speaking belt of our country were like tuning into watching like instantly after watching the yeah. movie we were like oh mere ko samajh na hai kya aaya beech mein kya hua yeah no and i think that is ayushman khurana actually blind at the end yeah. or was he not the, i think the, the it's it became i do there have been far more successful financially and critically successful mm-hmm. films than andadhun before and after it released i yeah. don't think a film has imprinted itself upon the public consciousness Uh, in a in a popular culture way and not in yeah. a either a misinformation or a mm. beating your chest or a provocative you way. say that you say that but nowadays because pop culture is so volatile nowadays you know because shelf life is so low yeah mm. i'm still hard pressed to think how much andadhun actually has imprinted upon to to be fair to be fair i am coming from a place where you know watching movies is now like दो घंटे बाद मैं फिर एक और मूवी देखूंगा इट्स काइंड ऑफ लाइक दैट सो इट्स लाइक नो आई आई गेट आई आई गेट व्हाट यू आर सेइंग बट इन दैट मोमेंट नो इन दैट सो अक्टूबर ऑफ 2018 एवरीबॉडी हैड सेड अक्टूबर इज गोइंग टू बी द स्लो ईयर द स्लो मंथ बिकॉज़ द मंथ आफ्टर दैट वाज गोइंग टू बी द दिवाली ऑफ द ठग्स एज यशवंत कॉल्ड इट एंड अक्टूबर हैड ऑल दीस स्मॉलर रिलीजेस इट हैड अंधाधुन इट हैड तुम्बाड इट हैड बधाई दो बधाई हो सॉरी सो नो बडी एंड इट हैड बाजार बट नो बडी सॉर्ट ऑफ एक्सपेक्टेड एटलीस्ट थ्री ऑफ दीज फिल्म टू जस्ट इमर्ज एज दीज 
tremendous conversation starters the pillars or pillars yeah, of new really. indian film making in a way yeah, new yeah. indian film making people have criticisms for a film like badhai ho as well but i think mm-hmm. a conversation it somewhere triggered was the fact that indian children are oblivious to the fact that their parents may still be physically intimate with one another that yes. to put it blandly they may still have sex after you're born like it's mm-hmm. not just an act of procreation for mm-hmm. them that they may derive pleasure from it and it was not in it was not that film in an indra kumar style Yes. it was in the garb of a grandmaster it was not grandmaster too it yeah it was like khichdi the preparation of khichdi almost and tumbad was sort of just this thing of all sorts of interesting things but andadun was just straight up fun people were going left right and center and you watched it you watched it you watched it if you hadn't watched andadun in the first few days of its release you were a person walking with your hands over your ears that please don't tell me what happens in the movie yes right that had not happened mm. like people had it, tried the whole thing it legitimately became the locker room movie it legitimately yeah. became a mm. locker room people had done these promotional campaigns that no spoilers mm. for ittefaq which was run mm. by red chilies and dharma and yeah. other i like but, that movie by the way eh, but uh it was a good they, movie kya hai but andadun's makers didn't have to do any of that because the yeah. curiosity about the film was such and the even the audience acknowledged and respected that yeah, this they, is clearly a film made with extraordinary craft on display this yeah. clearly yeah it's not you know like bhai coming out and saying during before tiger 3 that please don't give spoilers but like you we know you're going to win bhai what do you mean wait he actually did that i think he did that Wow. Sorry, of sorry, Aryan. Because no one know, knew, no one knew. Kyo Pathan would also emerge in a cameo, a very stupid cameo. But okay, no, Andadun. You know what Amartya said about how a certain film you would all often come across a certain film that would transcend not only its genre but also uh, the language barriers, the, yeah. the the barriers of what kind of country industry as redundant as Bollywood. Uh, it transcends those industries and all those cultural boundaries of course johnny gaddar is great okay but watching andadun for the first time in the theater and i yeah. got to watch it quite late so i know varun quite literally how everyone was being very careful being respectful for yeah. each other that no i don't want to, like even the most casual of cinema goes they didn't want this movie to be spoiled for their ex mutual friend or whatever yeah. i got to watch this movie like a month or two after its release yeah. still in the theater like yeah. i watched it with like 60 70% capacity in its fourth or sixth week okay and that's the consistent feeling that i had through watching the entire film that this movie is transcending what perception i had all i had i always had of bollywood and of course i was yeah. young till then i had not even discovered these gems uh, through bollywood cinema from the early 60s to yeah. 70s and even the early 2000s you guys know how much now looking back i love those films when i have yeah. watched them for the first time in the last 2 3 years alone but at that time i think andadun came across as a very necessary call awakening for me it mm. actually no pun intended but it actually opened my eyes to the kind of arrogant perception i had built and prejudice i had towards hindi cinema that oh i like ah theek hai yaar it's uh, i'll 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 go around europe 
<laughs> go watch these Hollywood international productions and these these British thrillers and horrors and uh, it's fine. This film hmm. transcended those boundaries for me, and for that reason alone, it's it will always remain a memorable experience for me. I remember coming back home. My parents had already watched this film back when it it had come out. I couldn't because, as I said, I had exams, and uh, I I I think it was the first Hindi. I think it may be the first uh, contemporary film that I had discussed with my dad in such. passionate extensive manner and with my yeah. sister and we were all sitting and we were like having different views and we were sharing mm. and it was great i didn't ha- even have to like go through any of those uh, watered down explainers to be constantly mm. intrigued there was a movie that was playing in my head after long after i had watched chandakum yeah no and i you know I, i remember watching it and i just posted the story of yeah. i watched it on the 5th then i went again on the 10th with uh, two classmates we either mm-hmm. we bunked class or uh, probably lectures were over for the day yeah. we just skipped across to the nearest multiplex and watched it and the two of us who had watched it already mm-hmm. we just kept looking at this one who had not watched it she we put her in the middle and we watched her for most of the movie yeah because to us the real excitement of the film was ha- having someone else enjoy it exactly. as well Exactly. Right, and yeah. which is something so much of Bollywood talks about. We want to give people yeah. enjoyment. You give us mm. headaches when we. No, do exactly. <laughs> don't acknowledge the fact that you are giving us enjoyment. Just give yeah. us enjoyment. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. say it. Don't say we are only here to entertain and then be like, okay, turn off your brains. Terrorism. I'm like, uh-huh. how am I supposed to turn off my brains in a movie about terrorism? It doesn't work like that. But mm. no, I think. but what you're saying no aryan is very interesting yeah. because it would have made so much more sense to have more people make take leaps of faith with films like andadhun because like i said came mm. out in october mm. and then a typical multi starer blockbuster mm. comes out on diwali day does record breaking numbers on day 1 and mm. then it sinks and it once again reestablishes the idea that mm. they are just regurgitating the same crap that they watched 20 years ago in holly from uh, coming mm. out of los angeles and trying mm. to peddle it to us yeah. and you know what we're going to the streaming services are picking up we'll just stick to those thank you very much mm-hmm. the organic successes of that time are all films that are not derivative really mm-hmm. right i mean Uh, for New age what it's worth, worth no for what it's worth i mean i know people f- have different opinions on uri but it's yeah. a film that is not begging borrowing stealing from hollywood it's a film that is mm. uh, that has <laughs> conviction <laughs> no it has conviction in its craft yeah yeah i it's get it of, con- it has conviction in a lot of things but yeah. it has conviction in its craft too yeah Yeah, it it has a terrible screenplay, but the way that film is mm-hmm. mounted, the way it's made, very kind. Yeah, yeah, it's just it sells you on those grounds as opposed to the badly made propaganda films that were coming out at the time were sinking because they were badly made. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. So somewhere I think Andhadun also gave us an idea of if your craft is of a certain uh, mm-hmm. stature of a certain kind, mm-hmm. and if you're material is actually good enough you mm-hmm. don't need to have it has no big songs it has a terrific soundtrack i think but has yeah. no big songs it has no set pieces per se it's mm-hmm. a film entirely about the narrative about the twists and turns of a narrative 
Mm-hmm. And it's not so doing it in the everything is planned. And there is that momentum also. It's not like it has tabu as a film fatal. It has tabu as yeah. a film fatal. I'm sorry, the movie won immediately. Mm-hmm. That is like we realize that now thing. that it's probably not always a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, I no, think but that yeah. is true. sorry. Uh, sorry, uh, Arun, you were saying. No, no. Like even watching this film now, I mean, obviously, yeah. when it had come out, I was. younger okay so i had not watched the kind of films that uh, now i realize retrospectively that mm. basically inspired uh, a lot of the basic uh, narrative uh, checkpoints uh, for andadun to emerge right like shoot the piano player yeah. and film, like two four films and a lot of these european films and obviously there's some of the greatest noir films that you would come across yeah. and this despite that despite the cultural uh culturally rich knowledge of any of these things it's still a damn good movie when good film, yeah. a film like johnny gaddar like for people of our generation if someone hasn't watched like these 60s and 70s bollywood films there you maybe you yeah, may feel lost. you will miss you yeah, will you miss, miss and you will miss because the other like it's neel nitin mukesh there's not much to invest on screen otherwise <laughs> it's just the cultural references and the direction that's getting you that's no, keeping but, you yeah. hooked up until no, that but, point no but no but there's the thing which is why shri ram raghavan is such a good director even if you even yeah. if he's referencing he's not losing sight of the narrative exactly exactly he's yeah. really not which is why johnny gaddar worked for me and would have worked for me even if i did not did not know any of the for people like us right but the yeah. reason why it didn't look good at the box office is yeah, because yeah, it had those limitations even though i love it but andhadhun right from the first frame for scene mm. itself it is constantly keeping you on the edge why is this guy black oh, what's his routine like oh what does he do how yeah it does play of piano those like, little little things yeah yes. and he sets up this class or something uh, yeah. before playing piano i i haven't even watched the film in Two three years and yet it's like it's it's very so process oriented. It's very process oriented in the beginning, right? Which yeah. Is why, which Again, is why very methodological and yeah. yeah. No, and you know, I think the reason a film like Johnny Gaddar probably didn't do uh, commercially well at the time mm-hmm. was Johnny Gaddar is also very heavy on its visual style. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, flashy. as not just flashy i think it's lit in a certain way and it's uh, mm. sort of it's got a bit of sensitivity to oh, it oh, almost no, right yeah. Mm. yeah it's very uh, old school to miller's sensitivity yeah mm-hmm. oh god uh, why are but, you bringing up that uh, frank miller <laughs> but andadun uh, sort of leaves all that behind for very very clean uh, very bright frames actually funny yes, yeah very it's, well it's done. very it's very rich looking almost yeah. but rich it's looking you know believable very vivid it's yeah, very it's vivid, vivid. it's not randhava paradise rich it's not uh, nauseating at any point and and i like the little uh, sort of you know uh, when she's making breakfast after uh, radhika apte's character sophie is making breakfast and she mm. just says off handedly oh let's go to the law college canteen and eat breakfast so mm. those are sort of when you yeah. bake that into your script and it's a pers- you could say that okay radhika apte is from pune so probably she delivers that line with a certain level of knowledge but mm-hmm. this is also filmmaker who's written that line with a certain level yeah. of knowledge yeah right so i think that is what really sets the film apart that he it's world building which yeah. is which he has always been very good at he's always Not been very good at it yeah I think Andadun is basically 
it you can watch this movie especially if you're watching his filmography chronologically yeah. which i would suggest everyone to do if they have not yet but if you watch andadun after watching rewatching his earlier films it is the perfect embodiment of everything he does best and it is the film where everything comes together it's like that scene at the end of inglorious bastards which i think this just might be my masterpiece I think it's that sort of I mean I mean he is it that is it but wrong he's in the wrong though because it's like even in even in the you know second I think in the third advent in that clinic mm. where mm. you know uh, Ayushman Khurana's character oh, that yes. in that clinic section that is like a short film unto itself right that is yeah. I know a lot of people have a problem with that portion of the film I am actually a big fan because Zakir Hussain is on his own trip he's yes, like yes. Uh, <laughs> ऑर्गन डोनेशन वॉर्निंग एट द बिगिनिंग ऑफ द फिल्म आई डोट नो हाउ दे मैनेज टू गेट दैट राउंड बिकॉजिंग राइट एट द बिगिनिंग दिस वन दे पुट राइट एट दिल please put it at the beginning but we would still show it down uh, yeah. off the screens yeah like yeah, yeah. and and i'm glad that when zakir hussain is drawing the marker on his uh, on his abdomen there's no yeah. screen warning which says sort of you know organ transplant <laughs> illegal, illegal. Transplant. yeah thank god <laughs> banned in india all that yeah because in <laughs> i was i was telling uh, i think sanjeev this or dhruv this recently yeah. when i was watching pippa which is a war film oh, yes, about yes, the bangladesh yes. war <laughs> in which hundreds of thousands of people died and mm. ishan khatter rides up on a mobike it says mm. do pahiya wahan helmet pen kar chala <laughs> i'm like yaar tank ke is picture mein kya baat kar rahe ho tum no do pahiya wahan is probably the safest least dangerous thing It's a least dangerous thing in a, in a movie which has a tank. It's what next are we going to get? Like war is bad. <laughs> no, no, the war, war is good. Depends on what time of the year it is. No, no, not depends <laughs> on what time of the year and what strata of the population. Yeah, is yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I think is again, uh, it's very interesting that Raghavan has these sly bits of playing with. status of society and mm-hmm. uh, the idea of the artist i think is very interesting in in andhadhun like he's yeah. being a method actor and raghavan is just sort of like stop method acting dude <laughs> it's yes. that kind of you know just just do what i'm telling you to do kind of thing with with actors and their posturing about how hard they work for a, a role which requires them to walk out of a vanity van very often for 10 minutes and then go back into said vanity van Also, it's it's those little touches that really count ultimately. Also, is it just me or Agent Vinod has a blind pianist in the Rapta sequence and you looking at it them? It does. I'm like, yeah, oh looking God. at them and like really? Kanda Dhun. Looking at them and like Kanda Dhun. Okay. <laughs> and what's uh, what's up with that uh, random La La Land reference at the end towards the end of Kanda Dhun? Which one? Which one? He's playing piano and she runs and visits him and he looks behind and it's like. very clearly states like as in lala land it's a subversion of lala land it's a subversion uh, of lala land but i i like those touches i mean at at first i was like taken aback while i was watching it in the theater and i was like oh really 
Did you guys have a have a theory on how it ended ultimately? Oh, I've given up. I mean, I've had okay. a lot of those discussions, but I don't think it really. I mean, it it's it really, doesn't it matter. Doesn't but matter. I think yeah. it's fun to have an idea or yeah, have course, an opinion. Yeah. What I did think you guys consider, think? I think considering the fact, considering how his character is built up, you know, Ayushman's character, mm. you know, he's like he's like an opportunist. Like he's yeah. not a bad guy, but he's an opportunist. Yeah. Can't say that I really won't be surprised if he isn't actually blind. Yeah, it's, it's he isn't. That was my even even. Yeah, he uh, isn't blind. The first second act, it's quite implied in two, three different. I think two scenes. Don't ask yeah. me which, but I I have gone down no, the rabbit hole. No pun intended, but I have gone there, and I know that there there were like instances where it was implied that oh. I kind of felt that she did blind him, but then he took her eyes or whatever at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the operation and all. Yeah, I think think the overall. I think the overall process of how he regained his eyesight or whether he ever lost his eyesight Hmm. in the first place, I don't think that is important. I think the fact that. But I do think he loses it because she does bring the peda with something inside it, and Hmm. yeah, like when I was having discussions, a lot of people just forgot that fact. They were like, "What peda?" I'm like, "She gave him bloody peda, yar. What are you talking about?" <laughs> so no, I think and great performances. I mean, it goes without saying, but like everybody is so good in the film, including that annoying little kid man. When Radhika Apte slapped him, I was like, "Dude, तूने मुझे भी चांटा मारना है उसको." Hit him, hit him for all of us. Yeah, so annoying. But yeah, no, no, but it's it's like it's interesting that he's taken so much time before eventually doing a film that is basically pairing up Vijay Sethupati and Katrina Kaif, and uh, it's it's interesting the uh, anticipation behind Merry Christmas that hmm. uh, I saw. I've not watched the Tamil trailer, but I've been hearing that it's basically the two trailers are from different point of views. So I yeah. think he's still going to build upon this. Uh, Perceived versus perceived, which is still kind of there in Andadun because clearly so like he's blind and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like he's already. I I have only watched the trailer and after that I have not read a single article. I have not read a, yeah. a single interview. I have not. I don't, I don't, even I don't want to know. I don't no, want to know. Same. Yeah. I, I know it's based on a novel. I know who the writer also is, yeah. but I'm, I'm not, not going to, to read the, the novel, novel and read. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to read the novel. None of it. When the movie comes out, I will watch it. Yeah, I mean because it's it's exciting. It's a period film. It's mm. the sort of you know whole vibe that he is interested in, mm. which I think is I don't know whether he's done a period film before this. And it's I a mean, single film night because film. it plays it's out a on single Christmas. night film. I think single night film. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But it it shall be interesting to see how he structures the film then. Yeah, I think yeah. I I I'm looking forward to it also because. In a span of twelve months, we're going to get two Shri Ram Raghavan films. Ikis uh, is slated for January twenty twenty five. What's it called? Ikis. Okay, and what's that about? It's uh, a biopic of Second Lieutenant Arun Khetarpal Parambhi. Don't get so excited. Don't get so excited. I am not. Excited. I do. I want to because he's already explained what he's doing with the film. So this is not yeah. a spoiler. It's yeah. basically two stories. So one story is obviously the story of. Second Lieutenant Khetarpal and his uh, heroism during the Battle of Basantar in the 1971 war, and the mm. other half is the story of his father meeting the man who who killed him essentially, mm. 
many many years later in the early 2000s so my mm. my understanding of the cast is that agastyananda sadly plays second lieutenant ketarpal uh second lieutenant ketarpal deserves much much better uh much better than archie andrews of all people. yeah his father brigadier mohan ketarpal is played by dharmendra okay oh yeah yeah was, and the, i think it was uh, you were you talked about it when we were recording i think so yeah probably yeah. and uh, jaydi pehlavat plays the officer who killed second lieutenant ketarpal in the field of battle who meets his father and hmm. and my dad had received a casting call <laughs> for this they were looking for army officers to play dharmendra's friends my dad was like dharmendra's 85 and 55 <laughs> i'm not doing this and i said they'll give you makeup and all just say yes and go yeah <laughs> shoot was in lucknow in december at some point but uh, my dad's not a dharmendra fan so but no yeah i don't know he's he's, he's probably the after the the path <laughs> He's probably post that generation of yeah, Dharmendra probably has fans from the early 60s. Yes. My dad's generation grew up with Amitabh Bachchan and Rishi Kapoor. Yeah. I think they are that generation in general have like grown up watching Shole and having this thought ki oh why does this band get got all the credit when it came out. <laughs> so there's always that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to close with this which is that obviously Shriram already has a film that is in production to follow mm. merry christmas but if you had a sort of film you wanted him to make after that what do you mm. what would you like for it to be i think this is just this is uh, to make it clear none of us have the kind of money that can get <laughs> shriram raghavan to make a film based yeah. on how we want it or the influence yeah or the influence here yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i mean i can i can probably ask around and see if somebody yeah. from ferguson might be no you know might know him but no <laughs> we don't have that kind of pull with this is just dream film making i suppose more than what kind of projects i would want to see from him i'm more interested in seeing how a film like merry christmas would pan out in the current landscape where uh, us indians as the as the indian audience we have had we have had this very rap perception about how we consume movies uh, both on ott as well as uh, in theaters yeah. and i don't know like going in we have always like we have these preconceived notions about how a film is going to turn out and how it's going to interact with us on a deeper level so yeah. it's it would be interesting to see whether uh, so many of the people who tuned in to watch andarun uh, mm. through its extensive release how many of those people would still be retained and be excited enough to tune into this movie considering that oh it's a raghavan film yeah yeah so let's interesting see. i mean i'm i'm hoping that people do show up because people showed up for 12th fail and vinod chopra has not had a hit since yeah. mission kashmir yeah which yeah, is true. 23 years ago but then it's like a, again a very underdog yeah uh, it's classical but sometimes word of mouth does help definitely definitely and plus it's but, also shorter so i think yeah. that would be a i mean uh, clearly people don't have a problem with uh, over the length is not a thing yeah, yeah four hour films they are fine with indulgence and over yeah. yeah yeah clearly what about uh, you amartya what would you like raghavan to make after ikkis maybe tackle another genre not a genre hmm. which i not a genre which i am a very much of a fan of but i think i would i would be interested to see raghavan's take on a serious romance 
young romance, yeah. you know, not a college level romance, just mature romance. Yeah, रणबीर कपूर Yeah. Hmm. He's doing that animal safari or animal zoo next, I think. Animal yeah. park. Ah. Same. I was, same I, was, I was doing what what Aryan did on the Queen is Dead episode. No, I I really like him to do a romance. I think because he has a a nice sense for it when he does, you know, try it out. Like, and I'd like to see him do it with Saif again for some reason. Yeah, Because I think I think Saif will be the best choice for him to return to. To be honest, and Saif is typically that older guy who I think yeah. he would like. He would be very comfortable with working with. Because he But already I, knows, might know what frequency functions yeah. around, yeah. all sets and all. Yeah. That yeah, being said, I would not mind him doing like a classical period murder mystery film. Mm. Yeah, that uh, again. I had three choices, so that was one. The other one was yeah. The other one was I would. I would like him to go back to the homage homage movie making again. Like mm-hmm. Andadun was very European European mm-hmm. thriller, European True thriller four, with yeah. with yeah. the Jack Tati and Truffaut references. Mm-hmm. I think I would like him like him to go back to the noir rose because that is clearly a zone he's very comfortable in. Exactly, yeah, I agree. Maybe I an agent we know the reboot with like a better script hmm. <laughs> or a sequel. Yeah, or a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Like obvious, like if you are going to if you are going to make uh, James Bond like Richard Maybaum, all his hmm. all the movies are basically you know standalone movies only, just sharing the same. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Pretty so much. do kind of like that. Just keep in mind the script and the budget, <laughs> because <laughs> that yeah, yeah. So I think the agent we know thing will be a long shot, but I think the yeah, romance romance genre great and of course a good locked room murder mystery or a noir. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Aren't yeah. still no no interest in. I think movie. I agree. I I would I don't mind actually. This yeah. makes for an interesting choice seeing him make a murder, murder like a period piece, which is a murder hmm. drama, basically a murder mystery. So that shall be interesting. But basically, this is it, right? <laughs> Merry Christmas is basically like a. It's yeah. I mean, the the I mean, it's, not period, it's a murder period, mystery. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like him to you know because I think there are political and socio political undertones to his work. Yeah, uh, in some spaces, and I feel like maybe he could tap into something like the Raj, and mm. unearth something interesting from that sort of very messed up situation of communities and castes and subcastes and classes and all of that. Because mm. I I did think that there were uh, to how the whole saga in Badlapur plays out. There is a class. Yeah. Uh, class uh, differences is there in. Yeah, is there in that film. Hmm. Yeah, Andadun also because like yeah. with Chaya Kadam and uh, Pawan yeah, Singh's yeah, yeah. characters, especially. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, that that sounds like a good note on which to call it a day. Uh, I'd like to thank Amartya and Aryan for taking the time out and uh, whiling away their Sunday evening with. But I suppose they enjoyed themselves because we're talking about a filmmaker they clearly like. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can follow both of them on their respective Instagram and Letterbox profiles. You can also find some of their writing on cinema in the show notes. Uh, Picture Shuru will be back next week on the 15th of January with an episode on the Bollywood war film because what a better topic than that to mark Army Day. I shall see you then. My name is Varun. Thank you. Jai Hind.